welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, and this is the midweek F1 News Special. Do you think something's happened this week? Or have we missed something? Is it as quiet as it was last week? Of course, if you've been asleep, only then would you have missed the news. That's right, Fernando Alonso is to return to Formula One with the Renault team. Now, interestingly enough, a few weeks ago when we interviewed um, Will Daniels, who uh, works in Formula One, um, and he has a connection with a major uh, Formula One team, he was kind of saying that maybe Formula One didn't want Alonso back in. However, it's turned out that Renault definitely did because they've signed Alonso up to a two-year deal and he starts in 2021 and is thoroughly looking forward to it all. Now, there's lots of rumours as to how are they going to manage Alonso because he has been a little bit troublesome. Remember his last few years at McLaren, um, he would complain saying things like GP2 engine and or F2 engine, things like that, because um, the McLaren-Honda engine at that time combination was pretty poor. But will he come back in style? Now, the thing is, uh, on Sunday there for the Austrian Grand Prix, Ricardo went out and Ocon didn't do particularly well, just managed inside the top 10. But that was about it. And there were so many retirements there. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes' time. But what do you think? Will Alonso make it? Will he do a stirring drive and get more podiums and maybe wins? And potentially, could the Renault be competitive in 2021? And 2022, that is certainly going to be very, very interesting. Now, let me share the screen here with you, and I will show you what the headlines are. This is, of course, from Autosport. But if we go to the Formula One review, because it's been quite a thing, there you have it. In Australia, the results are as, are as you see it there. Valtteri Bottas. Of course, won on Sunday with Leclerc in second and a dramatic ending to the race when, of course, Lando Norris got his first ever podium by managing to finish just 4.8 seconds ahead of Lewis Hamilton, who, of course, had a five-second penalty. And that meant that Lando Norris managed to get his first ever podium. And it really was fantastic to see. Not only did he do really well last year, but in this race, he was absolutely on it, brilliant in qualifying, and thoroughly deserved that podium place. Now then, Carlos Sainz, he finished in fifth, but Lewis managed to get the fourth place. Now, really, Valtteri Bottas throughout the whole race was very dominant. If you want to hear our commentary, by the way, that's on our previous show. It's on Podbean. We recorded it live, and we'll be doing the same again this Sunday. We hope you enjoyed it. It was great fun having a go and doing the commentary and also a bit of banter in between. But I just wonder, with all the things that have been going on with Lewis's, let's just say, his other interests out with Formula One, and that taking quite a big issue, quite a big part of his time, was he really actually on it this weekend? He made quite a lot of mistakes. He, in the end, got that uh, penalty because he crashed into Alex Albon again in perhaps a move that was clearly avoidable. I just wonder whether he's got a little bit too much on his plate. He was very close to uh, Bottas in qualifying, but he didn't slow down for the yellow flag when Bottas went off and Red Bull appealed this. And that meant that they, the stewards reversed their initial decision not to give Hamilton a penalty. And he ended up 
getting one. So it's, you know, it's his own fault. He's making a lot of mistakes, maybe just being a little bit too aggressive. And clearly, Bottas was faster. And now, you know, there's Bottas with 25 points. And Lewis Hamilton is only going to have 12 points. That's a big difference. And Bottas can go on knowing that he's, you know, he's won there already. He should be in a very good place this weekend as well. But the second really big thing that we're taking from uh, this week's race or the, the Austrian Grand Prix was reliability. So it was something like eight or nine cars failed to finish, which was really pretty awful. Um, I mean, that that is really bad. If we look at the, the full championship table here, we'll see exactly where they are. Um, you had so many people not finishing in the points. Um, I mean, here we are. Uh, we, well, Ricardo went out very early on. Um, we're trying to think who else went out. Um, now, I have to get a list there of people who didn't who didn't go out. But, I mean, there was a huge number of drivers who didn't actually um, go out. It didn't even finish the race. Let me see the exact results and statistics. That might have it here. And that doesn't have it either. But, um, but yeah, so over eight drivers went out on Sunday, which was really, really bad. We've not had a season like that for quite some time. Reliability has been excellent in Formula One over the last couple of years. So one really has to wonder what will happen this weekend because there's not much time to make any quick fixes and to try and you know make sure that reliability doesn't play a part in that. So that you know you want you want a lot of drivers to finish to keep up the midfield battle and see how it goes. Now there were some good news stories as well. George Russell and the Williams did an awful lot better um, and you know ended up finishing higher up than he did last year, or certainly proving that the car is nowhere near as slow. But it's still got a lot of work to do. Um, and of course, uh, Ricardo, he was much faster than Ocon and he was in the top 10 most of the time before he went out with reliability issues. So clearly, Ricardo is maybe in a slightly better place and he must be eyeing up the McLaren team to see exactly how he's going to fare next year. But it's quite interesting that this is what is, you know, that it has turned out this way. Lewis Hamilton is by no means. Um, in the best place by, you know, he's, he's only got 12 points and his um, teammate Bottas has got a great victory and has done extremely well. So you really have to wonder what happened. Now, of course, Vettel had an appalling race um, and he was he was 11th in qualifying um, and was never really much higher than that. Um, and Leclerc um, went from 10th to 2nd, but Vettel really struggled. He had a few collisions or spun and had a collision. Um, and of course, went right to the back of the field, and then he did come up a little bit. Um, but after that, you know, not really much of a race to 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 remember in that case. So, what's going to happen? These are the top drivers in the world, and they're struggling to make decent results. And then, of course, next year you'll have Alonso in there to join them. But what did you think of the race? What were your high points? What were your low points? Um, I, I'm, I think it's going to be interesting. I have to say, I think it's going to be quite a good season. Lots of new races coming and looking forward to that. And on that note, Mugello. Now, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I know if Andrew was here, my co-host, he'd be saying, it's not Mugello, it's Mugello. Now, Formula One is expected to announce the next batch of 2020 race dates in the coming days, with Mugello set to be the first new event on the update schedule. The Ferrari-owned venue has been handed the 13th of September slot to form the last part of a triple header following on from Spa and Monza. Now, Mugello, which traditionally hosts the Italian MotoGP, has already confirmed the 2020 event has been cancelled. 
amid the race calendar shake-up triggered by the coronavirus pandemic. So while the MotoGP issue um, race isn't going to be on, the Formula One race certainly will be. So as soon as we find out when that is happening and if that is actually going ahead, we will, of course, let you know. Now, the other one of the other headlines that has come in, which I will show you on here, is the new Formula One 2020 game. Now, I actually have just ordered this and I'll be getting it tomorrow. And I hope to do a stream of that over the weekend or into early next week. So you can let me know what you think of the game and what you would like to see. I'm also going to be broadcasting on my Seta Corsa competition game as well. And of course, Gran Turismo 2. In fact, this week I was very pleased because I managed to get a 139.9 and that was in the Honda Fit, which is a, um, in Britain, it's a Honda Jazz. And that's racing around the Autopolis short circuit on Gran Turismo. And that was only nine tenths off the best time in the world. And at the time of doing it on Monday night, it was just six tenths off the top ten. So I'm looking forward to doing some racing on that. But let me know if you want to play against me. Look out for Crichton Starbug, because that's my PlayStation game. Uh, that's my name on uh, PlayStation 4. So that's it for the, this week. Of course, remember, we've got our um, live stream tonight at nine o'clock with Andrew Marr and myself. Unfortunately, Andrew Dixon wasn't able to make it this week. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have Andrew Dixon back on the show too. But have a wonderful week. Remember the slogan, drive fast and try not to crash. Bye just now.